of him 
remember our mothers today. And we thank you for our earthly mothers, for the guidance and patience and love we have received. And we thank you for this spiritual mother that guides us on our way to heaven. And we enclose all of our prayers in that prayer your son has taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Before I begin, I thought I would bring greetings from those two days of meetings that we had this weekend on Friday and Saturday. It was a sobering meeting and there was much instruction given to all of us who were gathered there as well as a reminder to those who would battle against God's kingdom that the doors of this kingdom are still open and we heard from some of those who are in those places that have been struggling and in some we heard a plea for help and it is all of our prayers and our hopes that those pleas would be genuine and that God would open up those hearts and the battles that have been taking place could be washed away in the sea of grace. And I would just make the comment that it would be good that all of us could remember those 
those who are there in the heat of the battle, that we would remember them in prayer. And we would pray for God's guidance on their behalf. This evening, since it is Mother's Day today, I thought I would read a story of a mother from the Old Testament. And so I will read a portion from the book of Exodus, from the second chapter. Reading from the first verse on to the tenth. And the words are in Jesus' name as follows. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three days, or three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch, and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away, and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him into Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses, and said, Because I drew him out of the water. Amen. This is a very familiar story to all of us, I'm sure, even down to the youngest in Sunday school. And it tells the story of Moses' birth. And Moses was born 
Moses' parents' names were Amram and Joshabed. He was born to his parents in the land of Egypt. And as we know, the story of Joseph, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, and he ended up in Egypt where he became the second in command in Egypt and eventually Joseph's family moved to Egypt as well after there was a famine in their own land. And so from the family, Joseph's family, his brothers and siblings, they were living in Egypt. And over time they began to increase in numbers. And the king in Egypt started to mistrust those people, the children of Israel. And um, this is what caused the king in Israel or Egypt to enslave those people. He, he felt like if they were able to continue to multiply, then there could come a time where if they ever were invaded, those people of children of Israel could join the other side and overthrow the Egyptians. And so they were they were enslaved in that country. And as well, in addition to the slavery, it says in the first book of Exodus that the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives And told them when when the children of Israel bear a child, if it is a son, then ye shall kill it. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. So he commanded those midwives to kill these babies as they were being born. But the midwives feared God 
and did not do as the king said. And when he noticed that they weren't doing as he told them, he told them that every son that is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. So the king of Egypt was a cruel man, and he he treated those children of Israel cruelly. And so when Moses was born to Joshebed, she saw that he was a goodly child, and she hid him so that he would not be thrown into that river. And this is a And this, I would think, is something that is almost inconceivable to us. How you could how you could make that kind of a command that every son that is born ye shall cast into the river. And when I was reading this story, I thought of how that must have been for those children of Israel. It was a time of much hardship for them. And the I'm sure the, they must have had many doubts that came from this. And I couldn't help but compare the trials of our time to the trials that the children of God had to go through at that time. And they seem to pale in comparison. And there is has been Some questions during these times of COVID about when we would possibly go against the orders of the government of our time, and this would clearly be an example of that, where they are, the, the king of that time was ordering 
ordering newborn babies to be put to death. And I'm sure all of you parents, and especially you mothers, cannot imagine what that fear would be if you were expecting a baby and you knew that that was the order of the day. And I also thought that we can think of the the times that we live in, how so many in the world are okay with the idea of abortion and birth control and it can be tough to speak up against those in this in this day and age when it's so widely accepted But I, I think this story is a reminder that it is important that we accept God's will and that we accept these little children that are born and given to us as gifts of God. I would dare say that the most amazing thing that can happen in this life is the birth of a little child. a beautiful gift and a miracle given from God. And the world we live in would want to encourage us to prevent the will of God. And to to take that decision and become as gods, rulers over life and death.
But we see in this story the strength of faith and the trust in God's will in this woman who gave birth to Moses. It would seem that in a time like that it might be easier to just not have children or go along with what the king had said. But she she protected that baby. And there's a portion in Hebrews where it's talk is talking about the many different believers who have had faith and were saved by faith. And it says, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. So these parents and that mother had faith that God would protect them, and that God would protect their child, and that he would be protected as he grew into adulthood. And it is a picture of the trust that we would want to have, trust that God would take care of us. And trust that God will take care of our children. It is a common thing, I think, for many of us as our families are growing to start to wonder how will we be able to provide for this family and how will I be able to raise these children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord when I am such a weak one on this journey myself and Many, many different thoughts that come. But it is important to remember that God is looking after us even here today. And in that, 
Sermon on the Mount, there is that that such a comforting message. And it is something that I often turn to when having those kind of doubts. And it speaks this way. Jesus spoke, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So it is a good reminder that God is protecting us and taking care of us in this life. And as we even heard this morning, He knows our needs before we even think to. Before we would even have a thought to ask Him for these. And so the parents of Moses, the mother of Moses, hid him for three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him for an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And her, his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. This also 
was an act of faith and trusting in God's will. We often don't know what lies ahead of us in this life. And if you're anything like me, you probably spend too much time thinking about it. We don't know what God has in store for us. And I don't know if Joshebed knew, had any idea that when she put Moses into that river, that he would be taken up by the daughter of Pharaoh. But God knew. God had a plan for Moses. And God knew that the daughter of Pharaoh would come to that river. and find that baby and have compassion for it. And This is a once again a reminder that we don't know God's plan for us. And it is it often doesn't feel like we are being guided by the hand of God in the moment. But looking back on my life, I see, I see the hand of God helping me along the way. And without this without this guiding hand and without God's grace I don't feel like I could 
be here in the kingdom of God yet today. The power of God strengthens us along this way. And He gives us strength to put our sins away and to cling to this faith that will one day bring us to that eternal home of heaven. And the story continues. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. The Pharaoh's daughter would have known that this baby, who is one of the children of Israel, should be cast into that river as her father had commanded. But she had compassion on that baby. And Moses' sister was standing there and asked her, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And so through the guiding hand of God. This baby Moses was given back into the care of his mother. And she was able to care for Moses and bring him up as a child of God. And it, that's a important role of our mothers today and our fathers to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and to bring them to these services in the Bible class, in the Sunday school, so that they could learn of God's Word and be fed by it as they grow. As we know of in the example of Moses, 
he was eventually brought to grow up in the Pharaoh's palace. But he remained a child of God. And he eventually led the children of Israel out of Egypt towards that promised land of Canaan. He was born to a such a lowly birth. And through God's grace and God's will, he grew to be a leader of that those children of Israel. And it is a picture of the blessings that can come when we trust in God and we give thanks to God and remember where these blessings come from. But most importantly, we would want to thank God for this gift of faith that He has given unto us. It is a grace gift that we should treasure and even this evening just as you find yourself you can lift up your heart and believe all sins forgiven in Jesus name and precious blood This gospel frees us from our sins. And in, from that portion in Hebrews that I read from earlier, following the listing of these many former believers, who died in faith. It says that, and these all having obtained a good report through faith, 
received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our, of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So let us continue to lay aside every weight in the sin which doth so easily beset us, and continue to run with patience this race that is set before us, that one day we would meet our Lord and Savior there in heaven. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Four sixty two. Not all his food, he thinks even then. 
Love you. And thanks for watching. Bye bye. Bye 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 that's all folks. Love you all. Peace and straight, peace and fire, and peace on the Lord. Love you all. Love you. Thanks for listening to this recording. I hope you enjoyed. Bye 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 that's all folks. Love you all. I love you. Love you. Peace and straight, peace and fire, peace on the Lord. Bye bye. But be, but be, but that's all, folks. Love you all. Peace in the street, peace in the farm, and peace on Saints Watching. Thanks for, thanks for listening to this podcast edition. Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Talk to you all, folks, later. Bye bye. Hope you enjoyed. Bye bye. Uh, this time I'm not gonna rant the whole time. Bye bye.